Hello. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> to hopefully we don't break up. I'm Will Miles. And I'm Julie Rossi. And this is the musical version of it all. <laughs> and today we are joined by Mike Kaplan and Catherine Voss Krasinski. Voss Krasinski. We just spent a while practicing. <laughs> Somebody was outside honking the horn to celebrate. Yes. <laughs> you got it right. Voss Happy New Year. They tried um, to censor your name just now. Yeah. They tried to Voss Krasinski her. Voss Krasinski. Welcome. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Catherine, your first time on the podcast. Mike, you're our only repeat guest. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. I did it. You did it. You did it. <laughs> we, I broke up. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wish we, we had sound effects. Catherine and I were talking on the way over here about whether that would come up, and of course uh, it seems like it would. Yeah, uh, in the first minute. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Catherine. Also, we mentioned uh, the name of the show. Hopefully, we don't break up. Is itself sort of like a it's a fear a fear based yeah. concept. Uh, so we, if we were gonna have our own podcast with a similar. Uh, just the exact same podcast, we would call it Hopefully We Stay Together Forever. Nice. Oh, because we're in the negative? Yeah. But also... But you know what? That kind of shit doesn't sell. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully we stay in tune with who we are as people. And if we must break up, hopefully it's for the good of both of us and everyone else and we can remain friends. Can you imagine that on iTunes, though? Oh, that would be that long. Title? Yeah, <laughs> that title? Yeah. It's pretty boring. <laughs> I mean, I... I... Yeah, I see but it's because people say that like oh I'm dating this great guy hopefully we won't break up but oh yeah you know I didn't mean to make you feel no I don't feel that at all I feel but, nothing you know, and I'm also fine if Will and I break up <laughs> yeah. you know like, <laughs> like no big deal I was just saying do you guys know the uh, the movie Raising Arizona uh-huh. yeah. where in my favorite line it, it sort of starts at the beginning Nicolas Cage is in front of uh, the parole board telling them that he's, uh, you know, recovered and, you know, he is not going to re-offend. And they're like, well, you're not just telling us what we want to hear, are you? And he's like, no, no, of course not. And they're like, because we just want to hear the truth. And he's like, <laughs> well, then I guess I am telling you what you want to hear. <laughs> and they're like, didn't we just tell you not to do that? And so uh, <laughs> the idea of the truth being what they wanted to hear, like, hopefully we don't break up. And hopefully we do what is right for each of us individually forever. And if we could have one more, hopefully, hopefully those two are the same thing. Boom. Yes. Well, obviously those things did not work out for you last time. Uh, No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a tally of people who have been on your podcast who have broken up? Yes. I believe it's five. Is is it a curse? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, No, because this is probably what our 85th episode or something. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Yeah, only, and only we've only one, have five. Like one tenth, maybe. Oh, yeah. But I don't think That's they, but I mean, math. I don't think they broke up because of the podcast. And if they did, sure, then sure. wow, like. <laughs> powerful. You know, powerful, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I, I always congratulate people when they break up because. Oh, yeah. It me- it means uh, like if you're if you're staying together, it either means that you're happy or you're Stuck. even worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. or you're right. Scared. Like people congratulate, like wow, you've been married for thirty years. That's so great. But is it always that great? Yeah, well, exactly. it sucks because it's an automatic congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like someone's like, I've been married this many years. Like, congrats. You're like, wait, but you didn't ask me if I'm happy. You yeah. didn't ask me if I'm trapped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like same with the or, baby. I'm pregnant. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. or I'm engaged. Yeah, congrats. engaged. Trappy anniversary. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I think there that's was. A party I was at doing a show at the uh, <laughs> uh, the stand uh, sometime in the past couple of years, and there was like a, a 
a couple in the audience and they were like, we've been together 22 years. And I was like, are you married? And they said, we're not married and no kids. And I'm like, that seems like that's, that deserves some congratulations. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's like really on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys just like each other that much. Yeah. You, definitely, yeah. you know you didn't have to do that? Yeah. yeah. I always congratulate divorces. That's a definite one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, yeah. Because, I mean, I might wait a minute, like not the day that they find out, but eventually. Send a oh, text. Yeah. No, Facebook message. Congrats. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> it's very impersonal. I know. Called, it's called a breakup because it's broken. Yeah, that book by Greg uh, Barrett. Yeah, Barrett. Oh. Who Creator of Sex and the City. Our podcast oh. at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. We don't live in the same city. But. That's fine. But we're so. together right now. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're currently happy. Yeah. Hopefully we How are currently together? together and happy. Uh, we we started we had our first romantic you know, agreement conversation. <laughs> you know how you talk. Yeah. yeah uh, contract this. negotiations. Yeah. I would, I think it was June 27th, 2016. Uh-huh. It was the date that sticker treat was being recorded for CISO. Okay, for those listening, that is a show where comedians dress up like other comedians and perform. And CISO used to be a network, and oh, it's yeah. not. Uh, so, great. A lot of backstory here. Yeah, a lot of backstory. <laughs> I was on a comedy show, and Catherine was in the audience, and we talked afterwards. And nice. that was about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Cool. Okay, nice. Yes, it was October... Was it not? Oh, no. It was, it was being taped in June. Oh, right, 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 right. Wait, yes, did I forgot you about know, because... So Mike's a comic. You are not. So did you know of Mike before? I did know of Mike. Uh-huh. I'd actually met him a couple times, and I understand that he didn't remember me because you meet so many people. And I, I, our relationship didn't start at those times. It's true. It only started on this, the possibly third time that yes. we were in the same place exchanging words. But I do know a lot of comedians. Like I was there sitting with my friend Chrissy Mayer, and she's also your friend. Yes. Probably everyone's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's she's a comic, which she's I remember the audience is not oh, oh, sure. yeah. just comedians. <laughs> Hopefully not. Catherine is friends with many comedians, <laughs> including the comedian Chrissy Mayer. It's true. <laughs> and what was it that made you guys interested in each other? Well, I already knew that I liked his comedy. Mm-hmm. Great first step. Yes. Uh, and I went, I don't know why I didn't remember meeting her the first two times because she was I think beautiful all the times, and I <laughs> and I usually when people who are, are beautiful talk to me, I I clock that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so this time, I after the uh, the show, I was went into the the bar where I saw Chrissy, the aforementioned comedian. Yes, sitting, and I was like, "That's my friend," and she's sitting with a beautiful woman who I don't know. I'll oh. go over and I'll talk to Chrissy. Uh, under the, uh, that'll be, those are the auspices under yeah. which, I mean, I like talking to my friend Chrissy. There's nothing wrong with going and talking to her. But if I also get to talk to a new beautiful lady, then, uh, then great. It would be great if there was, had been a hidden camera the first two times you guys met and actually she was like a hideous monster. Like, literally <laughs> had like a bug face on. Like a, I pictured myself just like caressing my hair, trying to get some attention, yeah. trying to get some cleavage. Like, hi, hi, Mike. It's just like, whatever. I would say that I think I also would remember uh, if a bug-faced person came up to me. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. a, a, the, a massive, like, oh, God. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a story you'd tell all the time, I would imagine. Yeah. I'd be like, Catherine, you are so beautiful. This is the opposite of these other times. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a bug person. Uh, but I mean, also, I'm not 
only interested in people being outwardly uh, glamorously beautiful. Oh, uh, we're that's, very different in that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like you because of your outward glamour. Thank you uh, so much. So what about me? When you host a podcast, oh, I was point, I was pointing at Will. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the record, I am wearing sweatpants that I've been wearing for three days. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, if we're naming outfit, I'm wearing J. Crew's own <laughs> cabin pants. They have a fleece lining for. Uh, cold weather. There's no video here, right? I'm wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm in a ball gown. <laughs> I'm still in sweatpants. Uh, I, um, okay, so yeah, you start chatting. And... Yes. That was what was, uh, what I mean, what most attracted me to Catherine after I started knowing who she was as a person on the inside was her insides. I remember <laughs> I love her beautiful Hi. insides. Yeah, I think I saw this on Dexter. Her innards. <laughs> innards is what I mean, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry. My, my way could have been misinterpreted as <laughs> thinking it was about her personality. But what I mean is her guts. Her intestines are beautiful. May I take this moment to acknowledge that uh, you are the way you are in person, just like you are on, on the stage. Absolutely. And, and some people are maybe surprised. And I was I was happily surprised because I like your special brand of just who you are, how you live your life, how you communicate. And then the moment we were talking to each other, it was exactly the same. And one of the ways it manifested was when we were starting to become like closer, he put his hand on mine. He's like, my hand is on your on your hand. Is that okay? Is that okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay, okay. Um, um, I'm sitting a little closer to you. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's great. I, okay, and and it, it seems like, like we both want these things to happen. Narrating, yeah, yeah narrating. I mean, especially in this day and age, those are great questions. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Narrating it, making sure we're on the same page at every moment, and yeah, it's just it's special, and I really. I really appreciate it, it. It was nice. I remember a a specific thing we were talking about. Like Catherine has been uh, at times uh, a student of things like astrology and Ooh, yeah. uh, sort of you know new age type things, spiritual mm-hmm. uh, adventures and <laughs> endeavors. Uh, but at the time, I think she was you know a not lapsed or recovered, but like no longer explicitly like practicing these things. Like not like you know was I, I remember you talking to me about uh, coming coming out of or being of that world or you know like liking those things but you know not needing them not having them be and i remember a specific thing you shared was uh do you know why was it do you know why a rain dance works oh i forgot about this yeah we did talk about that yeah so Can do you I guys say it? yeah please do you know why doing a rain dance works no no because they dance until it rains Oh. Oh, okay. So you're like, so as long as you do this dance, it will eventually rain as long yeah. as you do so the dance long confirmation enough. Confirmation yeah. bias. You will have your theory of the way things work, and then you will note when that works, when things agree with what you predict. So I, I still go back and forth, but I think astrology is not real. I think that Ooh. we can find what we want to find in things. And if it helps you, that's great. But in the same way that I think we're all things, all yeah. of us are marriages are not real, but yeah. also, I mean, they are a construct. They are as real as the people who agree that they are a thing, you know, and then they then confer like different benefits based on what society agrees and what the law agrees. And so actual, you know, the thing, there are things in reality, in physical reality that do change based on the words being spoken and then written. Like I now pronounce you, uh, you know, 
partner and partner, you know, spouse and spouse, yeah. uh, wife and wife, uh, non-binary and non-binary, what, whoever you are, <laughs> no men. I don't think men should be able to get married. <laughs> I don't think men should be able to do anything. Uh, women can be husbands. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, no men, please. And uh, so similarly, you know, you can, if things give you, you know, joy, then find what you want in them. Like there are all these different, you know, patterns and maps and things that you can learn and interact with. And uh, I think as long as they don't bum you out uh, and as long as you don't be like, I have to do this because, you know, yeah. this thing says like, you don't, you know, if they help you learn things about yourself, then great. But don't, you know, like don't let anyone or anything tell you what or who you are. And so I liked that Catherine was like, I come from a land of magic, but also here's the science that explains it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. love science-based. Magic? Like, cause, well, I've been super, <laughs> well, no, yeah, Matt, like, cause I've been, I always read about like law of attraction and all that kind of stuff, but then I learned, and I would go back and forth between believing it and then getting mad at it. Cause I was like, yeah. well, I dreamed of a million dollars. You know, yeah, like that. Yeah. But also like I was in bed for days. Um, you know, <laughs> and I was like, where are you getting any jobs? Um, All you have to do is put something on a vision board and then die. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, but, you then sit this, there. but then this pa- the past year or two, I started reading about the science of it and like, you know, Albert Einstein quotes about, and like all the sort of physics of manifestation and magnetic thinking and, you know, uh, frequency waves of your brain. And now that I have the scientific understanding of it, I now understand actually how to use it. I I mean, I haven't mastered it at all, but like now I like it. Same with um, meditating. Like I always played around with meditating for many, many years, but not until about two years ago when I learned the science of it from Tara Brock. Oh, yeah. Wonderful meditation teacher. I like her stuff. I love it because she's a, a psychologist, so she explains the science of how meditating like physically changes your brain. It's great when science and magic agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not really magic. I mean, I sort of, I use the term, but I do sometimes hate it when someone's like, I don't mean to be all woo woo, but (laughs) when you're positive, things are better. It's like, that's not woo woo at all. It's like pretty common sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I could do you guys tarot tarot cards when we're done if you want. I think for me, the, the way I think about it is like sharing a thought doubles it. Like if yeah. I tell you something, it now exists in my mind and in your mind. Mm. And I do. And the I, more people yeah. that believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand that like when somebody, because obviously in the world, the, you know, objective reality that we seem to exist in, there are people suffering, there are negative things. And we're not telling everybody who's experiencing suffering or something negative that, hey, if you just change your attitude, yes. then everything around you will change. And so when people present as that, that's like sort of a a false version mm-hmm. of you know the, this sort of I think positive minded like sort of good hearted well intentioned right. idea that I mean this is all personal like you know we can all say for ourselves like when I do this it helps me and so maybe when you do this it'll help you like you know and showing like the science of meditation like when people meditate this often happens not that oh they win the lottery the next day right but that they are potentially more able to be present. I- 
in their moment, which could involve suffering. And so that when somebody's like, it's just the bet, you know, like the, I definitely understand the resist. I have resistance when I hear people saying like, come on, the, look at the beautiful stuff in the world. I'm like, I know that, but I'm like, I know, I'm sure there are also other people that are like, but I can't pay my bills. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look at the beautiful outdoors. It's nice when you don't have to live in it, you know? That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess I've, I mean, it, it's, I guess it's always odd because this is where religion sometimes makes me uncomfortable when someone is like desperate to convince you. And it's like, well, why do you care? Like, if it's working for you, thanks for the information, but then, like, let me decide if I want it yeah. to. It's like a religion pyramid scheme. Like, I need I need your energy to make yeah. myself feel good. Well, I and went, then you convince other people. Well, <laughs> I went to a very, many years ago, it was like 15, no, maybe more than that, about 15 years ago or so, I went to a very well-known like empowerment seminar not it was because the people i was working for used to go and i was like you know what i'm gonna stop making fun of it until i see what it is and i also know that i'm strong enough to not give anyone a check because like as open-minded as i am i'm also uh like an italian you know distrusting angry person sometimes um so i'll be like what's the what's the catch <laughs> so i go to this thing and anyone listening may recognize i don't want to i don't know what defamation of whatever but they like basically when you sign up then you have to like be in like a basement usually for like hours and they it's an empowerment thing um the word forum is in it and uh do you know what i'm talking about i think i do okay I've so had, i yeah. go i go to like the orientation the information session and the woman and this is when i lived in la and i was like only 22 this was the craziest thing to me because i was probably the youngest one there and the woman on stage was like all right let's get real <laughs> who, who here actually wakes up in the morning excited about the day who here actually wakes up <laughs> looking forward to the day uh, and no and everyone's like grunting like not me uh-uh and i was me. like i do i mean of course i did i was 22 i yeah. just graduated ithaca college which was this like hippie school i was in la my dad was like sending me rent money for the first few months i mean things were great and i went up to the woman afterwards and i was like hey i really took issue with your question because i you know some days i don't but I would say more days than not, I wake up being like, all right, let's see. Let's see what happens. She was like, come on. And I was like, no, but I, I do. And she was like, come on. Wow. And she Ooh. wouldn't take my no for an answer. And then someone shoved a form in my face and was like, sign up for the injunction invitational. And I was like, no. She's like, but if you're happy now, then how will I convince you to give me money? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Let's very strange. If you don't have a lack, how will I fill it? But it is, uh. I, I do think, I know that maybe not all couples, because we've definitely had couples on the show that like, you know, come from different religious backgrounds or different, you know, one, one does yoga and the other one doesn't or whatever so i'm not saying you That's have to us. be no but i mean i'm not saying i'm not saying a couple nice. has to be on the exact same page about it but i do imagine it would be extremely hard because because the bosses i worked for they both were in this course but i could tell the husband wasn't as into it mm. and i i imagine if like will came home one day and was like by the way i took all my money out of my bank account and signed up for this like weird course where they promised me I'll be successful in a month. I couldn't like you would. We would have to break up. Like I would. 
I don't know. For at least a month. I'm not sure the question, but I <laughs> will. No impartial <laughs> you. Yeah, right. But uh, I, do I, do, I guess I'll hide that fact from you. <laughs> I, think, I think a relationship works is like if, if you there's a thing that works for you that maybe I'm not into, as long as it's not going to like harm our financial situation or turn you into like a cult member, you know. Shared yeah. values are extremely important. Yeah. And are either where you, you stand spiritually. <laughs> like, I mean, I think that's probably the main thing that we share is, is that. Yes. We, we communicate in the same, the same basic ways uh, uh, and we communicate about the same kinds of things. We, when we were coming here, we were like, what, what will we talk about our relationship? And, uh, it is like that. I think a commitment to, you know, being ourselves, knowing ourselves. Seeing the best in each other, always giving each other the benefit of the doubt and yeah, yeah. being as honest and open as possible. Having positive intentions, assuming positive intentions on the part of the other person and yeah, just wanting wanting to keep being. When did you guys <laughs> get when so you met and then when did you become like a couple? Uh so when we met I was in my last relationship that had not yet broken up, uh, which was an was it open... Was the one that you were on? The on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. We really caught you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Full circle. caught you, like... <laughs> we got you. No. No, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. How did you get me to say that? <laughs> Come on out from the back. No, that would be weird as hell. <laughs> uh, well, that, the thing is, uh, so I was in a an open relationship where... Uh, my girlfriend at the time, Casey, was uh, going away for the summer. She was mostly gone for for two months, and that I met Catherine like literally sort of like the week that she left, and you know I was still like sometimes seeing Casey over the summer, but mostly we were in different places, and so I was like in my open relationship. I told Catherine I was like my girlfriend is away, and so I you know we could hang out when we want to, and so I, just, I told her about the relationship and about you know what was uh, allowed, encouraged, authorized like acceptable and uh, appropriate all the a's and <laughs> and it was my first experience of someone telling me that so like straightforwardly and just it was uh, it felt good like it didn't feel deceitful in any way it was just all right there and so it kind of because i was like okay he has a girlfriend i i wasn't like well what's what potential does this have like it just had to do with well i really enjoy his company so i would love to see him again whether it becomes something or not you know? Yeah. It and was like with that first night, I think we talked for like a few hours and then I drove her home from Brooklyn to, uh, Manhattan where she lived. And I think it was in that car ride that I told her about, uh, my relationship. Mm -hmm. And then when we got there, I think we like kissed goodnight. Yeah. It was like, there was, you know, so that was like the beginning of a, a romantic something. And then I think, like, for the rest of the summer, we probably saw each other maybe once a week, maybe yeah. maybe a little less or a little more sometimes, but that's, like, an average of once a week. And and that was nice and good. And, you know, and Catherine was explicitly, like, very interested in my relationship. I was and, fascinated yeah. by the structure of it and by the fact that I didn't feel jealous. I felt happy for him. I was like, oh, wow, he has this girlfriend who he loves. That's so neat. And she encourages him, like, this is what they do, and... I love that. And so I loved hearing about it and yeah. And, and anyone else in your life who, it, it was just refreshing to have someone communicate so openly about everything. There was no trying to 
you know, make me think one thing or it just, it felt, you felt completely trustable and yeah. And had you been in like, what was your, like, had you been in any serious relationships open? Like what was your history? I had never been in any kind of open relationship. I, if anything, had more often than not some boyfriend who was like extremely possessive, uh, or just like really jealous, like, like very hyper monogamous. Hmm. Though there had been times, you said that there were like couples that sort of fascinated you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like the idea of like the energy of a couple was an interesting thing that Catherine has told me that she's like, you know, would have if a cup if one of these couples had like invited her to like on a date or something, it's true. she They're, might have been like, like, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Alone or with your boyfriend? I had never been able to really speak openly about it with any boyfriends. Oh, mm. I guess it was more when I was single or who knows, but just in the periphery of my life, a few different couples stuck out to me where they just seemed healthy in a certain way. They had a kind of sexy dynamic or whatever it was. I just wanted to kind just of be around wait, them. And thank you so much. Thank you. And sweatpants. You guys are pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) Where, yeah, looking back, if they had invited, if they had shown, if they had both shown interest in me and invited me along, like there was the sense that like, can you both just hold me? Can I just get in there? Mm. And yeah, so maybe there was part of that. And so that didn't happen with my, my relationship with Casey was more of a don't ask, don't tell. So, Mm -hmm. and I had assumed that night when he first told me about the situation, I thought that it was a kind of open, like, I'm like, oh, it's an open relationship. Great. And then I filled in the blanks with what I would want in an mm-hmm. open relationship. It was great. Mm-hmm. So you tell each other everything and you encourage each other and you talk through jealous feelings, you, like all, whatever it was. And then to find out that it was a don't ask, don't tell seemed like, oh, well, then what's kind of what's the point in a way? Mm-hmm. It's fine if it works for you, but it wasn't. You seem to relate more to my ideal oh yeah spoiler alert i relate more to Catherine's ideal and <laughs> i mean that it, it's not the reason that casey and i like sure. sp- yeah. like there were a few reasons that we broke up one of them i mean some from her end and then some from from my end i was learning more that over the course of my relationship with casey there were people that i had like stronger feelings like, sometimes there were just kind of hookups that it made sense to it didn't matter to you know share that information it didn't really affect things one way or another but like there were a few people and Catherine was one such person that i was like this is a i don't it feels like it would be holding something important back to have these feelings that were developing and not share them with the other person the person in my life that i share the most important things with and so now uh, with Catherine, that that is what we do. Like, if there are ever yeah. important, any you know, important feelings are shared, and it doesn't work out absolutely perfectly all the time. I think at my best, when I'm the healthiest, when I'm not working too much, if I am sleeping enough and eating well and spending time with my friends, then the feeling is like. Oh, if you love Mike, then I love you because of course you would love Mike. He's so amazing. Like, Mike, go experience life, you know, get to know people, get close to people. Tell me about it. I encourage you with no sense of attachment, just kind of. Yeah. But then if I am, let's say, in a more needy place, I can be like, oh, why? Who, who's that? What? No, <laughs> come back. What? Yeah, like it's, but the most important part is that we, it's all negotiable. Yeah. Well, I think that's, I think one of the, and again, whatever works obviously for everyone is up to the couple. And, you know, I just hope that 
you know, my hope for any couple is that they both agree with whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? That's that's really the ultimate. Right. No one can tell anyone what to do. For myself personally, what I found, because Mike and I have had so many conversations about like, what are relationships? What's my not? What's this? Like, we haven't figured it out yet. We haven't figured it out <laughs> What's yet. What's a relationship? But, but I think one, for me personally, I can't speak for any other couple, one of the saddest things would be if I couldn't tell Will what I was thinking or feeling oh, yeah. like it uh I I had a jealous relationship at one point which was like probably the most and there was a lot of things wrong with that relationship but that part was the most devastating when it went from like he used to celebrate how I was this very open yes. person and then all of a sudden it became like something that was wrong with me oh, yeah. for being very open but it's funny because at times with will i've definitely like googled online like should you tell your boyfriend everything because i do tend to <laughs> kind of like verbal diarrhea everything and should you and, read these surveys online yeah, I, know, I know right it's yeah so dumb. if anyone if we all looked at each other's google history i think it would just It'd be, be hilarious like, god none of us know what we're doing but bob I, barker imdb what that's on mine bob barker imdb <laughs> <laughs> on mine is uh what do you google to make sure that your google history looks Looks perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I just mean like I I just I just have had moments with friends where they're like, yeah, like I I don't know, like I've always wanted to have a threesome. Like I could never tell my husband. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. like you yeah. can't even tell them that that's a thought you had. Like it's one thing if you're like, I I don't know. To me, telling somebody that you had a thought that something might be interesting and you can't tell your partner that. Oh, because then it's not actually you in the relationship if you're editing so much of you yeah. then yeah i it I it's so great you. that you just think everything like i think you think yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i love that about us that you just go right along with all the things that i think and say yeah. well, there yeah. are agreements the couples make like unspoken agreements like i'll pretend i mean this is one of the main things that i think between like typical monogamy versus any kind of openness is that you address those things like um, I still notice when people are attractive. Yeah, like, of so course. Like, so when people yeah. pretend, like, that's just something that they don't Wait, do. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Will told me I'm the only pretty girl he ever sees. I mean, um, you I'm are just kidding. No, no, no. I, I actually would be concerned if Will didn't, like, when I have heard someone be like, my partner is the most beautiful person yeah. ever, period. It's like, I think everyone's, a kind, like, unless you're a monster, yeah. I kind of think everyone's attractive. Like, I can find something attractive in most people. You should, unless they're monsters. You should see this bug even, face that I... <laughs> <laughs> I even can find things good in monsters. That's oh, actually been a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, really? I guess, I mean, I'm talking like, I'm like legit monsters, monsters that are like, like in a... charge of government and stuff. Like oh, I meant like from ones. television well, they're just wounded monsters. children. Inside. I know they are, but then if I let myself go too far the wounded children route, then I'll date them for too many years. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's... that's <laughs> What happened? Catherine, <laughs> Catherine uh, did a thing like that in it's in true. in the middle of our knowing each other. Oh, like, really? So yeah. we, we were seeing each other in this uh, actually at least structurally casual way, like from June of last from June of 2016. We were absolutely like in love, but yeah, 
like we were also once you know, a week hang out tell me everything but then and then just... like seeing seeing other people and like sharing all that information like Catherine told me about a few people that she was dating and like yeah. this one particular guy like there were a few things that came up once in a while and I there was some red flags and I and we would talk about those and I was you know I wasn't like don't date that guy because it's not my job uh, and it wasn't my place but at a certain point that guy wanted to be monogamous and Catherine was fascinated by him and so like I sent she sent me this really nice note that it was like I think it was like love was in the subject line of it and but it was in December of 2016 and she was like basically I love you but I need to like explore this and it was a long email for the record it was (laughs) it was just a note so did you you have dated him monogamously I did oh wow for like four months yeah from like late December until April probably and did you see it so you didn't see Mike during that time I think for the first month we did and then uh i mean we in december you i think you sent me that email like in uh mid-december and then we got together one more time and like talked about everything and like had this huge conversation where i felt like we were when we were completely connecting and i was like because i had been in a situation like this a few years earlier where i decided to be monogamous to be with a person that i really was interested in Mm -hmm. uh that and that ultimately didn't work out and i saw catherine as like not being exactly like me but a similar like it seemed like catherine was interested in the way that i was openly uh able to care about different people and explore different things and she was definitely into me and being with me it really it really seemed and also in hindsight uh that is correct (laughs) and but at the time i wasn't able to i mean i couldn't say hey don't go with that mean control guy stay with me the nice controlling guy you know yeah i i had like i i I gave her all the information that you know i it all made sense i was like here's and so we left that that in-person meeting and i was like surely she knows she knows that our love is good and it and here and then she did i mean and she did but then she also wanted to and now i'm grateful that i went through that because I mean, the way I feel now, I mean, I don't want to live life without him, yeah. without Mike. Like, life is just so much better. It, it feel, He feels like home. Uh, but I, I did feel that way before, but it was kind of like, well, I can try this. And that home will always be like, there. I yeah. think about Mike and I feel the love like he's here in my heart. Like, you know, it felt safe, uh, but it definitely the, the relationship that I tried to make work was a kind of like frog and what is, you know, cold water. It just, it's amazing how in such a short period of time that water was finally boiling and it was, it was not the greatest. So, okay. So, Shit. so do you guys have, this, no. <laughs> do you guys have like, so do you date other people or just hook up with other people? Um, in theory, we could do either of those things. Uh, we are currently not dating anybody else. Um, there, like, there were some people from like before I met Catherine, or before, or like during the time that, like, I have sort of friends who have been like friends with benefits, or just people that I love and have cared about and have been with in different ways, like over the past years. That like, you know, maybe somebody lives in a different city, and I only see them once a year. Uh, or, you know, whatever that circumstance is. And so those people exist. Uh, and I wouldn't say that, like, I don't have a relationship with them or, but you know, there's every relationship is sort of its own thing. Like there's, uh, 
like not I'm not it's not like they're other girlfriends, but they're just these people. Um and as a as a unit, Catherine and I have talked about like if either of us meets a person that we're interested in, then we would talk to each other, you know, and we would want to like the ideal potentially like get to know a person together possibly. Um and it's also a lot of ways theoretical right now. But yeah, some of the ways we I think neither of us is interested right now in just hooking up with people. Correct. Do you watch the show Easy? I haven't watched Easy. There's a great I don't I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening, but there's a great episode of a married couple that tries openness for the first time and it's I don't know, it just was the most what I have seen, like genuine representation of it, of like how it went for one and how it went for the other. I would watch it. I sure. just think it's pretty cool. Interesting. Oh, thanks. I think I think our goal would be, you know, the same way that when I the first time when I was meeting Catherine and talking to Catherine and being like, I'm my hand is on your hand. Like, is that okay? Uh, just to have that be the case for anything that would happen with anyone else, like, you know. Uh, somebody flirted with a person, you know, is that okay? Like, how does that make us feel? Like, yeah. do we yeah. want anything further? Like, do you want to know? Like, there with some people who I've who I've known, I've, like, shared with Catherine, uh, like, oh, this I shared these emails that I exchanged with this person, and some of them are about you. You know, some of us are me sharing information about you or their questions about yeah. you and about our relationship. Because the ideal would be, if we were to involve somebody else in our relationship in any way, for them to be like as interested in the same kind of openness as we are. Yes, I would want to know them. Yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, so I would also want to know them. <laughs> <laughs> we both We both would. <laughs> Uh, and that's, that's the sort of thing, like when, when Catherine was, you know, exploring things with, uh, that guy or then there's, there was like another guy that, that you asshole. were, yeah, that uh, fucker, um, no, that, I don't know the guy at all, shit frog. No. piece of shit frog, uh, there, there was this, uh, there was a guy that like Catherine met at work and was texting with for a little while. Oh yeah. And that was while we were together. Like, so after April is when Catherine like got out of that situation the, the shit frog situation. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and <laughs> then and then we were sort of, our relationship was in higher gear, like where it is now, and we started living together shortly thereafter. Uh, what made you guys move in with each other? I was, I was just, I was there a lot, mm-hmm. and then I didn't want to be anywhere else. And yeah, that's a good makes sense. Yeah. There, yeah. And it was definitely a kind of like, oh, well, this could be pretty soon, and maybe, I mean, I could leave at any point but i just like it there so yeah it works really well like i think we're good living together yeah in the beginning i was also like away a lot so it was nice for Catherine to mostly just have the home which was at that time my home like for herself if she wanted it mm. uh and she you know she just wanted to be quiet and uh be herself um, if she wanted to be herself, then she could do that. It's a nice place where I can be myself. Yes. Yeah, she can't do that every place. Yeah, no. other places she has to put, put on a, put a character and do a voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, Miss Holly, yes. <laughs> I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> and she has <laughs> so many costumes in this episode. Catherine does like costumes. <laughs> um, We've got a box full of costumes. I feel like I have a box full of costumes. We, it's ownership of we now 
It's funny. Anything of mine, anything anything about me or of mine that will annoy Will sometimes suddenly becomes, you have at times been like, why do you have this big box of costumes? (laughs) And now suddenly. Why do we have uh, this? It's the same thing like when a, a guy or women whatever one guy someone or ta- several women. no when someone is talking about sports and they're like we won but then when they lose they're like they're losers yeah. like, oh all of a sudden you're a winner all of a sudden you're on the team that's me with the bulls right now they I understand uh anyway we, we i got some, some championships. <laughs> i got some bad news i just, sold our box of costumes oh. and joined a cult yeah. <laughs> All the money from the costumes. (laughs) We joined a cult. It is weird though, because I mean, kind of on that cult thing, but like, it it is pretty miraculous when you do get into a relationship with someone, and you know, the goal is always to grow together, because obviously, people things can change. You know, you hope that you don't. I'm glad I'm not the same person I was when I was 18. I wish you Um, were. (laughs) I mean, there's. I'm still me, but you know, she had a much different voice. I did have a much different yeah. voice. What was it like? Do you still wake like up happy? Uh, okay, so I have a lot of questions just now. Let me uh, start with the first one. So, first one was my voice. Uh, I don't know if you remember in Bad Bri, but there was Bad Bri is a solo show. I did clips of me on Change of Heart. Oh, yeah. I like, kind of talked. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It was very weird. It was like, I was like, I was like a little nasally, but I like that. Wow. Yeah, I don't, don't know why. Tell I tell me how to learn. Yeah, that was like vocal fryish. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Well, at the time it was called uh, Valley Girlish, but now it's gotten this other name. Um, I went with our good friend Brooke, who's known her for several years as well, and the clip came on, and it was the first time Brooke and I had seen it, and we both went, "The fuck is this voice?" (laughs) (laughs) It was. I don't know why. That's just how I used to talk. It comes out a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Every now and then. I'm a professional professional talker. You trained your voice to be. Stage ready. Any who's That was MTV ready. This is I, wait, what did you just ask me? Uh, Mine was just a throwaway thing. Where you, oh. where were you born? No. How no. when you were younger, you're like, I'm, I wake up just do you oh, wake, happy. Do you still wake up happy? Oh, yeah. um, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. You're ready for that basement empowerment. Yeah. Boring. She's like, see, I was right. I, I wake up pretty neutral, I think. Because I'm like, well, let me, give me a second. Uh, I mean, like, that's I a lot of pressure blank. to open your eyes and be like, Woo! Just like, you know? I'm not I, human for a while. Me yeah. too, yeah. I wake up ready to go. <laughs> not human ever. <laughs> but, but I do think, like, when, when you hear of a couple that, let's say, one of the people all of a sudden is in a cult or one of the people all of a sudden is like, I, I don't know, want to be Polly now. And they never like, I have to wonder if those were things that probably were in their mind since day one, they just never shared it. And like, it's, I I think it's why people cheat. I mean, I don't know. I know there's many different reasons people cheat. Usually it's because something is missing, but to me it's like, well, I don't know if I'm really saying what I feel like my thought is. Oh boy. You're doing great. I'm there with you though. I feel like, do you understand sometimes what happens is like they're on the same page and they agree on all the feelings and all the, every like arrangement of their relationship. And then one deviation happens and the person thinks, oh no, I can't tell them. Yes. And that's the moment when the relationship stopped being connected. Yeah, it's not like the cheating or the th- or the money spending you did that really You stopped is... telling the truth, which yeah, is you stopped, so important. Yeah, being... If you I'll tell, tell you about all my cult 
purchases, <laughs> just so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, purchases. <laughs> yeah, I buy into. That's my. I, I got, buy that's little by little. My least favorite sports team is the Indianapolis Colts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. that was good. Mike, have you guys <laughs> watched the new Black Mirror episode? Yeah, yeah, we watched all of them. Oh yeah. Okay, so you know the one where the parent controls can blur out things. That's what happens when like the word sports enters a conversation. I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For me, that's when something is more than 10 words that's being said to me. <laughs> if it's more than 10 words, I'm like, I go in my head and then like 15 words later, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I should have been paying attention and this whole time. anyone who knows me knows I use way more than 10 she words. She uses about 50 words. And so I get, a minute, a I get the first 10 and then I get like 15 after that. But sparsely. it's good because but I know I, what you're saying. It is good because I think that you've helped me talk a little slower mm. because I have to, or else you won't hear anything I say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I've gotten you to use more words. I, I use more emotions. Compromise. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so I like what you were saying, and I agree. I think that. For me, and I think maybe for Catherine as well, I won't speak for her specifically, though she's given me permission to in the past. Uh, you got to sign it. a contract for that. He's uh, articulate. I think I was raised, you know, with loving parents and a family that was like, you can do anything, like you're the best and you're great and you know, you're smart and you get good grades and you do all these things and you achieve. And then being like that and then as an adult, eventually you know, continuing to learn that, you know, of course you're not perfect because no one is and you're not the best at everything immediately because in order to get good at things, whether it's, you know, comedy, a career, art, a job, a relationship, you know, getting good at relationships in general, but then also the specific relationship that you're in because you can't just learn everything from one because every person and every set of people is its own entity. Uh, Like a thing that I just learned yesterday, kind of, is like, you know, I've been like, communication is good. Like it's It's good to talk about, you know, all the things. It's good to, if there's a problem, you want to address the problem and you want to solve the problem. But uh, I've learned repeatedly, but also in a specific way recently, that sometimes when there is a difficulty, Catherine uh, needs time and space alone, not working it all out uh, moment to moment, uh, where she can process for herself and have some kind of like self-healing going on and then we can come back together and address things yeah i agree and sometimes in relationships you can get into this mode where you're analyzing what's going on and it gets heavy and you're just like Mm -hmm. oh well what if and then just like i just have to take a shower and then you know things are usually more simple than we make them absolutely just give yourself if you take care of yourself in those ways that you know you can you just put on your favorite song you dance in the kitchen or whatever it is not that you do that to make yourself feel better i do (laughs) it makes you feel good right yeah i mean i definitely we both really like alone time. It's weird because hmm, I like alone time, but I also equally like when Will is around. It's weird. So it's almost like if I I'm... don't think that's weird. Well, no, but no, no, no. I, I don't know. It, it's not like I prefer, but I, I definitely need a balance of both. Yeah. For yeah. sanity and it's it, healthy. Yeah, and but when we have a disagreement, you've actually gotten much better at this. But I sometimes will say can you please just leave me alone for like five minutes because I, that's valuable. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm a lot more reactive 
um, I just talked about this in the last episode. Like my family is just very, they're loud, passionate people. So my go-to is, you know, to pound my hand on the table and be like, like, and I don't want to do that as often because I usually don't even feel that angry. Like my reaction Mm. doesn't even match the event. Right. Yeah. So if I just have five, 10 minutes to be alone, then I can like rationally deal with it rather than have you guys heard of the expression strike when the iron is cold no absolutely not it's that exact thing that you're talking about that instead of you know when the iron is hot and you're angry and you can let it cool down and then see what actually is the shape of things in your mind and then you can more calmly and coolly uh address things together and that's the same thing for me i i just i do these morning pages where i you know sort nerd of process. <laughs> I, I write i write like a nerd, a nerd every morning and what you write about? Uh, and one of the things <laughs> i was writing about like you know just this discussion that Catherine and i were having yesterday and about the thing that i just said uh i i wrote a thing to say to her uh I will. I would do anything for you, and if you, if the thing that you want me to do is nothing, then great. You know, if it's like leave you alone and let you deal and be by yourself, and then you'll be better than if I'm like, how do I help? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Please. Well, yeah. This this is a, a serious voice. Yeah. Like something that can happen is I will have like a really stressful day at work, and I'll come home, and I'm just like, oh, you know, just need to like remove the day and like have some maybe 10 minutes alone but oh, maybe, hello yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe i'll just i'll perhaps i look depressed or something and if you approach me with this kind of like okay i have to match that oh, i'm not gonna be cheerful i gotta be so uh, i don't want to throw cheer in her how, face yeah. but then like that voice that like uh, that will bum me out yeah kind of what if and that was so, your normal voice uh it really is <laughs> this is how my i have to work really hard to <laughs> be like this right it's not that i want you to just sound cheerful Glee. if you're cheerful and happy then sound cheerful and happy uh, i definitely want like authentic relating yes uh, the reason, uh, the thing I was, I think I was about to say at some point was, oh yeah, that the perfectionism that I was like raised with, like makes it sort of like shameful to, in a way, like admit that there is something wrong, like with, with you, with, with me, with like the relationship with something. And like, I, I remember in college I was dating a girl and like for three months it was, it felt good. And then it like one thing at a time, like you guys were just talking about, like one thing I was like, Ooh, do I, there's like a seed of doubt. And I'm like, I don't know if this is, if everything's the best, but I didn't bring it up. I was like, I don't want to bother her. It's, it's so small. <laughs> it's so, such a small thing. And yeah. then, so then there's another thing. And then it kept adding up until like resentment at, si- built, yeah. at six months, I was like, we have to break up. And she was like, but everything has been literally yeah. happy up until right now. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't telling you that I was descending oh. into oh. darkness. And that's why it's so important to like, even if you think there is, if you're like, oh no, like one, one mistake I made, one, I spent this money and I shouldn't have, or I did this thing that might bother you or I'll just forget about it. But then if they could, they can add up. And so that's why I tell her everything that annoys me. Well, yesterday it was so interesting because I saw, so Will and I, okay, so we have, I know that we have the same, uh, what did you call, value, did you, what did you say, values earlier? Val- Intentions? I don't know. Val- values. Yeah, like, yeah. like I know 
we might not say all the same things or have all the exact same exact same point of view. That would be really boring because then we wouldn't learn from each other. But we but like at its core, it comes from the same place. Like I know he's gonna bat. Like we have each other's back, right? And it was funny because yesterday I was you know I was sharing something. I was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like a bitch when I da 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 da. And, and it's not his fault that he did this, but he truly did not understand what I was talking about. And it was one of those things where I knew that if, and this is, I'm not, it's not a man woman thing, but I knew if like my sister or my friend Marie, I just knew one of my girlfriends would have a hundred percent got it. Me I too. Just, I would have got it too. No, no, no. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> Mike probably would have got it. I, Mike, Mike would have got it. I'm a nerd. <laughs> I just knew that it was coming from... I, I, it's just a point of view that I, I know which friends would have gotten it. Mm-hmm. And Will was very, you didn't mean to be dismissive, but you were a little like, yeah, I don't get it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower right now. And he was like, are you mad? I'm like, I'm truly from the bottom of my heart, not mad at you. I'm frustrated because I know what I mean. And I know that if we were speaking the same language right now, you would agree with me. I was upset that I couldn't like. I'm just mad you're not my sister. Yeah. (laughs) No, like I just. Why aren't you, Elena? it, It just, we were not. It wasn't even anything important. It was just like a thought I had. And I honestly told him and I thought he was going to be like, oh, yeah, totally. I get it. And then it turned into him being like, no. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to be mean. Yeah. But then I just felt really misunderstood and like stupid and like, I don't know. I just felt bad. But it, but then I started crying and he was like, what did I do wrong? Aww. And he kept saying sorry. And I was like, but I, you really have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> like, it's not your fault that you don't get what I mean. And I was like, I'm sure I'll bring this up again and you'll get it the next time. Because maybe I'll explain it differently. But does that make any sense? Totally. A couple things. First of all, it's so nice that he responded so caringly like at least well, I was he crying wanted... well still but you cry a lot and I don't always wrong. respond yeah stop <laughs> it that's wrong don't do that quit, with also, the, quit it with the waterworks remember also that I don't know perhaps one of you or both of you can remember a relationship where that was always kind of the case where they never oh, really got you yes. and that's a nice reminder that usually yeah. he gets you well and that's why I was frustrated because I'm like wait usually you get me yeah and yeah. you're not getting it and it was like and I don't know why it frustrated me so much but the reason why I wanted to go take a shower I mean I need to take a shower anyways because I in the middle of the conversation I smelled my armpit and was like whoa <laughs> I, and I was like maybe that's why he's not getting me because he's <laughs> not paying attention but no armpit no. but I, <laughs> I wanted you have to be no alone, armpits. <laughs> but I wanted to be alone for like 15 minutes because I felt myself getting defensive and like whiny and like, you're going to get me. Like, but it had nothing to Our do with it. Our showers are only two minutes, by the way. Did yeah. you get you? <laughs> I totally was making sense to myself. Yeah. I and, think, yeah. yeah. It was the whole words thing. It threw me off. So I. It was too many words. It was too many words. More than 10. It was too many words. And I was in a lot of different emotional directions. Yeah. There's a lot of tangents. We've, we're figuring it out. But she goes off on a lot of tangents. Speaking and Speaking of tangents. <laughs> your podcast could also just be called We're Figuring It Out. Because yeah, there's no that's true. We're, we're, we're already branded it. <laughs> Stop rebranding the podcast. Uh, yeah. Catherine, we'll have one called We're Figuring It Out. Yeah. Damn Fuck it. you guys. <laughs> yeah, we will. Well, will we be guests on it or what? <laughs> we're we're figuring the, it out. We're all right, right. All right. You'll be the first guest. <laughs> yes. All right. The, re- the source Our of first the episode name. is just this episode. We're yeah. stealing it. <laughs> Fuck. What's really cute? 
cute though. I I can say Terry. Hi Terry. Will's mom. Hello, so we mother. Just, we just spent a lot of time with both our families, but uh, I this is probably the most I've spent with your dad. Yes. And mom together, and I watched. So Will grew up with, and again, I don't mean to be so gender specific, but he. I grew up with a sister and a mom and my dad. Whoa. And my, <laughs> and my and it was a lot of women talking and telling my daddy's wrong all the time. <laughs> and I, I've heard your stories about your dad. Your dad, regardless of whether he's a man or not, was wrong a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just doing his best. He came from the past. Yeah. yeah. And, and a different place. Yeah. Completely. But, but then Will, Will grew up with a brother and a dad and a mom. And so, you know, you, you boys tend to enjoy your quiet a oh, little bit. God, we love quiet. Um, and it was just funny because I lot. watched. I watched many times over the past week. His mom completely makes sense. I mean, many good points. And the dad just kind of be like, "What?" <laughs> like, huh? And I was like, "I got you, Terry." And we would like high five behind yeah. your back and be like, "These idiots." It was just really nice to know that it's. Uh, it's not Will. I it's can't like, help it. It's in the genetics. Your dad has some kind of like big important job, right? Like yeah, he's, yeah. He's a uh, he like understands things. He understands information via memo, kind of like me, where it's like if it's written down, ah. totally get it. And uh, well, and let your mom know. Is it yeah, a visual you know, thing? Like you need I to am a visual. See it? I, I'm... That's why hearing things said to me, I'm like. You, this is a failure. Just oh, so yeah. everyone we knows. We talk about this a lot. It's yeah. A, yeah. Catherine's a visual, tactile, and auditory person. But I'm I, mostly auditory. I'm and not I auditory. And I lean towards visual, for sure. What, do, what am I auditory? I don't know. Tactile, for sure. And tactile Touching. Touching. Kinesthetic is the other main word they yeah. use for it. Like moving. It's mm-hmm. actually like you learn things by kind of being embodied and mm. it, like you're, you're in space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, your relation mm-hmm. to things like i don't know if this is exactly right but if you were going to like learn how to do a new dance like you know a, a kinesthetic person would watch somebody do the dance Perhaps, and, yeah. and do it like that whereas like if you're a visual person maybe you would like look at diagrams and but at least the or auditor- watch people you do act it. out a yeah. I'll act out. You act out a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop acting out. I was thinking earlier about how animated you are and how it's a shame yeah. that this is not video because you have all these like things you do. I'm, I am pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so great. I'm entertaining. If it was visual, they'd just see me sitting <laughs> the whole time. Just staring. cut to you once. It's mostly Julia, then yeah. cut to you every 10 minutes. You <laughs> say your 10 words. You know. but, but here's the thing is you tease me a lot about going on tangents and talking a lot yeah. and I know I interrupt and I am working on that but it's also why you love me yeah of course obviously. but why do you love it if it annoys you so much uh, and that's the conundrum of the podcast you know <laughs> we're figuring it out <laughs> we're figuring it out yeah I don't know I can't explain it if I could it would be uh, it would not be real I feel you don't like. want to unravel it yeah I don't yeah. don't don't try to push the negatives off the table because well, they're exactly. married to the positives you like that she's not you. She's a different person. Yeah. If I mean, you that's talked, really nice. If you talked nice as little thing. as I did, this would be horrible. <laughs> Have you ever dated someone? Where we just like both were way? like, yeah. no, I think I'm naturally, I naturally gravitate towards people who talk more. But you know what though? When you are, in, when you are in a chatty mood, I tend to be quiet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like it's yin and yang. Yeah. It's just my, my nature is to talk faster and more in a lot of different directions but when i actually shut up and give you the floor yeah. you really do you 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 know what it is will takes 
I say whatever pops in my head as soon as it pops in my head and I work it out as I'm talking. Yes. That's also, I don't write, I don't, like, that's how I write too. That's how I come up with ideas. I love brainstorming. Yes. Like, I'm a verbal thinker. Will will think in his head and then once he knows exactly what he wants to say, he'll then give a great speech, but he <laughs> will not workshop it. You, you're not, a, you don't workshop yeah, I don't your workshop. thoughts out loud. No, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We figured it out. We solved it. I wonder if that's the why mystery. they say that women are more process oriented. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I'm process oriented. Oh, Mike. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like I think that for women communicating, like the idea is that we want to share in the whole, like if you're telling a story, a more female or feminine way to tell it would be to lead up to it tell everything along the way till you get to the end yes mm-hmm. like so here's the, here's the bare bone kind of outline of the story and now do you want to hear the details mm-hmm. whereas we're like so guess what happened first i was here and then yeah. this thing happened like we want to be there every step of the way to feel the whole process versus yep. like here's the point of my story and now yeah. do you want to know how that happened yeah when i'm doing all that female shit i see will's little foot tap and being like I can tell that he's like just kind of nodding and being like, I'm so sorry. What did all that have to do with <laughs> yeah. the question of what I want to have for dinner? And I'm like, because I just like feel <laughs> just swaying back and forth. I want to have a story for dinner. <laughs> oh, man, if I could have a, we could eat stories for dinner. Oh. Oh. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> I love yeah. a story for dinner. Story for dinner would be a great name of something too. That's sure. a po- that's the podcast. That's, that's a dinner now, party storytelling. Now that's yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's story a podcast. for that's dinner. That's what I call podcast. <laughs> Volume five. Uh, can, you guys. I, can I can I finish one one thing from earlier that I, I didn't think so. I, <laughs> I'll do it real quick. It's just about how Catherine and I collaborate in our relationship on you the text no, that she was sending to this guy that she met at work. Oh, once yeah. once we were in our, you know, sort of on our way to living together, maybe living together at the time phase uh, where she was like, this guy was cute and was in work and I we exchanged numbers and we've been texting and trying to figure out like if it was romantic because he might have had, he had a girlfriend maybe, but and so he was maybe picking things out for her. But he was definitely texting me. And like in a flirty way. In a definitely flirty like, way. I looked yeah. at the text and I'm like, this is, but. And at I, one point I just, I was like, so I have a boyfriend, but it's an open situation. Like, are you, you in the same thing? Like, does she know that we're having these conversations? He's like, oh, I'm allowed to have friends. I'm what? allowed to have friends. Yeah, what are you talking like, about? Well, it was so strange. I'm allowed yeah. to meet a pretty lady in the world and be her friend and immediately I don't have to tell my, yeah. <laughs> without my girlfriend knowing about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so the point is that it was like a, a fun thing for us to like have as a thing together. Like if it ended, if the guy was like, yeah, I've, I'm also in an open relationship. Like, do you want to go out sometime? Then I would have, I would have been like, great. That is. And if he had said, Oh yeah, I told my girlfriend that we're chatting uh we should go on a double date sometime we could be friends like that would be fine yeah Yeah. he was a nice person but it was definitely me calling attention to the fact that he wasn't being truthful with his girlfriend it was like it popped the bubble it wasn't fun he wasn't getting away with anything then because i was saying it blatantly it's like there's the kind of people who when they're like okay so open relationships is just because you want to cheat and you're like 
exactly the opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> literally a successful committed monogamous relationship is what leads to successful openness. Yeah. Trust cuz you have to trust the other person Ooh. so much you have to really care a lot and communicate a lot all the skills that make a normal normal not normal, you know what i mean a, conventional. a neurotypical yes yeah. yes the, yeah the emails what makes and yeah. blog posts about your last statement oh. <laughs> i'm so sorry there's and not all a normal men do this and women do that <laughs> Be a lot of apologies coming. Yeah. The the idea that, you know, some people are like, but isn't the fun part about having an affair, the sneaking around? That's the stuff that kills you. And I'm like, no, no, the fun part is about connecting with a person and either having sex with them or loving them or whatever the valuable way that you're connecting is. And if your partner also wants you to do that and shares in it in some way by knowing, participating, like getting to know all. Like, whatever the situation is, like, that's so much better uh, in my experience. It's also like the affair thing. Who could say that sounds fun? Some, I, I don't know. Maybe I have there are severe people. anxiety, but I I'm like the idea of it. Of, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my stomach it's would like hurt if I even tried. Other part of your, I mean, it's so much work. Yeah. I'm it's, also very confessional by nature. Yes. Like, yeah. stuff would, it would mm. burn me up to have even just the smallest little secret. It would be like, I'm sorry, I have to tell you everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like then I feel like at peace. And that's why I, I brought it up because, like, as an analogy to like this guy that wasn't the same way that we would want to be for somebody, certainly to date and even to be friends with. Like you want to be friends with people who are open and honest with themselves, open and honest with their partners, their friends, their loved ones, like just yeah. everybody. Like we're, you know, we're all, we're friends because we have these same values. You yeah, know? Exactly. Even if you don't talk as much at any moment or if you talk the most, if you're <laughs> Julia or me. Uh, uh, yeah. and, but uh, yeah, that's yes. like, that's, why I feel like, you know, as comedians, you, you can meet new comedians, you know, from other towns and you're like, oh, like you're the same kind of person. Not to say yeah. every comedian is deeply in touch with who they are and why they are. But like that is, oh, shoot, beep, 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 beep. Uh, that is part of the, you know, the job sometimes. Part of course. Of yeah. The art. It's part of my, it's kind of probably my favorite part because I like, I get to say things like on stage and then that's <laughs> the conversation I have where I'm like cool I just said about 45 minutes worth of things in this other town now who relates to that oh yeah <laughs> who's gonna come yeah. up to me and relate to that well guys just seven more things we end every episode with if there was sort of one thing you wanted to share with anyone listening about what works what doesn't work insight whatever what, what would it works be? for you Mm. Uh, I mean, I guess I would say number one, I have seven things, uh, <laughs> is be okay, like acknowledge that you might break up. Like if you're in a relationship, like I think it's good to talk about, it's not good to talk about it all the time, but it's good to <laughs> be, be aware and like address the reality I know what it is. I had a thought. I had okay, thought Catherine earlier. knows what it is. I have my thing. I don't want to interrupt you, though. No, no. I want to hear your thing. Okay. So in that way that uh, I'll, I'll, I don't, I'm not going to speak for other people, but let's say relationships I've been in in the past. Let's say there were things like feelings that were pent up over time, and then finally it explodes, and you have this like long, drawn-out conversation, and then it's like really difficult and exhausting, but by the end of it, you're like, oh, I'm so glad that happened because now... I know your whole truth, you know my whole truth, etc. That's 
I think what works for us is we actually communicate like that, like all the time, like that in that way that we don't leave things unsaid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that we're like the perfect relationship, but that's what, why this is for me, the perfect relationship and why for now, I mean, this feels the best because uh, I, I, you know me completely and yeah. And the the other day I, uh, Catherine got us new socks and I was cutting the tag off and uh, I told her, like, I, I threw out the tag right away, which I wouldn't have done if I had lived by myself. I would have just, like, cut it and, like, left it on the table or the shelf or wherever it was and been like, I'll get that later when, you know, in a big, like, in a month, uh, you know, a monthly sweep, you yeah. know? I just pulled out Will's Eddie Bauer <laughs> tag and receipt. And, but, but I remember, like, I know Catherine likes like the place tidy and so like we and we've been making it you know neat and the way that uh will be like best utilizing the space and Mm -hmm. minimizing unnecessary things and so while i would you know like i kind of like in on my own like letting things pile up a little bit or just naturally (laughs) things will pile up and then in a month or in a, a few months, I'll just like sweep them all up and be like, wow, look at that. Tidy now from messy to tidy. But the way that maintaining it day to day being like, oh, I could I could just throw out this one thing now and keep it as pristine as it was before. And my recommendation is to do that emotionally as well, like that if mm. something is a little bit bothering you like i mean you can think about it yourself and decide whether it's worth sharing but if it is something that is important in some way even if you think it's not the biggest deal you could bring it up as not a big deal because you don't as opposed to letting it pile up and then you know in two months have a whole you know messy inner apartment to deal with yes throw away those receipts Shred them. We got a shredder yeah. now, yeah. 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 I was noticing it. It looks so cute. It's well, great. Well, first I thought it was a pencil sharpener. I'm like, that's a lot of... <laughs> that's a lot of lead. We can pencils. sharpen 42 pencils at uh, once. But yeah, guys, just know that you might break up, and that's fine. And, yeah, we're uh, still figure, just yeah. figuring it out. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for doing our podcast. We're just figuring it out. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you like the show and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And please rate, review, and tell your friends. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWDBU Podcast and like us on Facebook. Thank you. You already said thank you. Thanks again. Hey. Good night, everybody. Stupid.